obviously there's 1000 keywords or 1000 search terms. Uh, you're not going to be doing this for every single one of them, but you can uh, hone in on the ones that are most important to your brand and the ones that drive the most sales. You can at least find out what's going on for those and then take actions to protect it with the right action. Hey everyone, it's Norm Ferrar, aka The Beard Guy here, and welcome to another Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about a really cool report. It's it, We're going to be touching on five ways you can use this report called the Search Query Performance Report. We're going to learn about the actual report, what it's all about. Uh, we're going to find out why it's a game changer and its uses. All right, everybody, welcome to Lunch with Norm, the e-commerce and Amazon FBA podcast. Okay, I got to tell you, I don't know if I'm looking at the camera or it's way above me, way below me. Anyways, we've set up the new studio and uh, we haven't had ch a chance to really test it out. So we'll see if we keep it like this or we change it for the next podcast. But today we are talking about five ways to use the search query performance report. Our guest a returning guest, CEO, and co-founder of PPC Ninja. Uh, she has been uh, the e in the e-commerce... How about we try this again? She's been in the e-commerce industry for over 10 years and is passionate about helping other sellers with creative Amazon PPC strategies. She's one of my favorite guests, Ritu Java, and she will be joining us in just a second. But first, let's have a word from our sponsor. Launching products isn't like it used to be. To successfully launch your product, you need to hit that algorithm from all sides. Driving external sales, boosting social signals, and increasing product listing engagement are fundamental to success. Rebate is the first and only launch platform that delivers across this broad range. Get your product featured on Amazon.Live through Rebate's Influencer Program. With this service, your product gets instant exposure to large audiences of shoppers and permanent placement on Amazon Influencer Storefront, which drives perpetual sales. Run a sweepstakes campaign on Rebate and connect with shoppers off Amazon. And lastly, drive external sales with tried and true deals campaigns. Visit Rebate.com today and get started with your 14-day free trial. And welcome, Ritu. Hey, Norm. Hello. How are you? Good to see you again. <laughs> and good to see you. I got my, my new setup. One thing we didn't think about was where I put my coffee. So uh, <laughs> if you if you hear it fall over and spill, uh, you'll know that it wasn't a really great spot. <laughs> Kelsey and I are not very good at planning out, you know, spaces like this. Anyway, we've got a really good show today. I'm so happy you were able to uh, come on and what a great topic. So why don't we just start here? Why is this report so important? Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as most of you know, this is like Amazon's attempt at giving us more organic data, right? right. So uh, for a long time, you know, PPC has been kind of this game that we're playing without knowing a lot of things that are happening on the organic side. So there was like this plethora of like um, 
tools that came up that started doing things like uh, reverse ASIN. So they relied on uh, scraping, right? So basically, you know, just to explain it briefly, you know, these tools um, will, you know, basically scrape lots and lots of Amazon pages, build a repository, and then give you approximated or uh, kind of extrapolated data on what search volume uh, you might be getting for certain keywords. And as you know, you know, Amazon PPC is all about the keywords game. Uh, really knowing uh, which keywords will work for your products uh, or not is like a super important question. And funny enough, we didn't have that uh, that data uh, from Amazon for the longest time. It was other tools that were, you know, trying to fill in the gap. Uh, but, you know, in the beginning of 2022, they started doing these uh, beta tests with certain, uh, you know, larger kind of clients. Uh, and it was interesting to uh, to see the evolution. I actually was part of, uh, you know, just listening in a little bit on, you know, the kind of back and forth feedback that was going on with the Amazon team that was designing the search query performance. Um, and they were really seeking feedback on what is it that people actually need? Why is it that, you know, they have to go outside of Amazon to get that data? I mean, it's obvious that, you know, search volume is like a, a very important uh, number. And then uh, in addition to that, you know, just knowing how much like share of voice we have for each search term and so on. So Amazon started giving us that data and this is just the beginning. Uh, they are going to add more um, to this uh, report. Uh, already in the past, I think six or eight months, we've seen uh, so many new features, like tiny features and improvements uh, that have been rolled out. Uh, that have just made life uh, so much easier for uh, for everybody. Actually, uh, it's it's really great for SEO and it's really great for PPC. And I'm really excited uh, with the with the new features that uh, they're rolling out at this point uh, that give us the ability to um, really design uh, our PPC around what is uh, what what really works, right? Um, so yeah, it's it's super uh, interesting and exciting. Uh, really good times <laughs> that we are in right now. So with this report, you, you gave us a really broad overview, but what makes this the game changer? Yeah, so um, so let me explain a little bit um, about what it is, like uh, what are the different uh, types of data that are uh, you know uh, shared in this report, um, and then I can tell you how uh, you know how it, how it is a game changer. So. The first thing um, I want to say is that this is uh, a list. Um, you know, it's basically a list of search terms, right? And they give you um, up to 1,000 search terms for your brand, right? So that's just imagine it. It's a list. It's got all your uh, search terms that led to uh, led buyers to your products, any products, right? Um, and then they give you a lot of information about that, such as what was the search volume of that search term, uh, what were the number of impressions that went to your brand versus all other brands, uh, what was the clicks, number of clicks that your brand received uh, you know, with respect to other brands, what were the number of add to cards, and then also number of purchases for every single one of those thousand keywords. So that's pretty cool, right? Because you can see a funnel right there. You can see that you, you get the whole breakdown of impressions to clicks, to add to carts, to purchases, and you can easily kind of see those drop-offs happening at different stages of the funnel uh, with this kind of data. So it's like a flat uh, you know, table in a sense, right? Uh, but once you start 
uh, really um, extrapolating uh, the insights from it, there's a lot that we can uh, get out of, of this report. Um, the other thing that they've also shared in this report, which is kind of interesting, is information about uh, price points, which is kind of cool, right? We get to know uh, what is the median price point for uh, other products that are selling for a particular search term. So let's say my search term is uh, garlic press uh, or something like that. Let's say it's garlic press. And uh, you know we want to find out what uh, what is the range of um, garlic presses selling. Like at what price point are they selling? They give you that information as well. Now, of course, it's a little uh, you you know you you need to kind of extrapolate that because they give you a median, not the um, not the range exactly, but they give you a median, which is the midpoint, right? Uh, so you can see where your brand uh, stands with respect to competitors and. I don't know about you, Norm, but I'm just seeing more and more and more, you know, mainland Chinese brands coming and dominating the space. So there's so many cheap products on Amazon these days that the median is shifting lower. It's kind of skewing towards the lower end more and more. And you can see that very clearly in this uh, data. Uh, in fact, you can even go back in time, uh, which gives you the ability to compare different time periods and see what the performance was a year ago versus what it is right now. You know, and it's it's pretty cool for that reason. Um, yeah, th that's pretty yeah. interesting that it shows yeah. that uh, uh, a year over year comparison. I, I like that. Yeah. So the thing is, it won't do that unless you uh, ask it to, which means right. that you, you need to download this report first, <clears throat> and then you kind of do that uh, extrapolation. So there's a lot of extrapolation required, and I know it can get a little bit, uh, you know, Excel intensive or you know spreadsheet intensive. Um, but at the end of the day, if you have real questions, uh, you can ask those questions and you can get that data out by designing your, uh, you know, your queries and the way you structure your Excel. Um, but there's a lot. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to basically share like five of my kind of favorite, uh, kind of not the usual, uh, you know, obvious kind of things, but slightly creative and different ways in which we can use the search query performance report. Great. Be before we get to the, the five tips, the information, the funnel that you were talking about, how can people use that information to be more successful? Or is that one of your five tips? It is actually, it's one of the five tips. Um, yeah, and I mean, I, I'm happy to jump in uh, right now uh, as well. So just to briefly say it, like if you are seeing a drop off between, uh, you know, the impressions to uh, clicks, you know, if, if you see that there's a huge drop off there, uh, or if you see a drop off in any of the, the further, um, you know, further down uh, bands, uh, you can actually identify what your weakest, um, you know, uh, conversion rate is, and then you can try to fix that with the appropriate, uh, you know, response. So for example, if let's say you're seeing that people are you know, clicking into your ad, but then not buying or not even adding to cart, you know that there's a problem with something, you know, higher up, like they, they haven't really um, been sold on the product yet. Um, or let's say if you know that the, the add to carts are extremely high, but then the sales are very less, then you know that there is some sort of like maybe comparison happening between your product and other products. So there's those insights that you can get uh, out of you know studying the the funnel now obviously there's 1000 keywords or 1000 search terms 
uh, you're not going to be doing this for every single one of them, but you can uh, hone in on the ones that are most important to your brand and the ones that drive the most sales. You can at least find out what's going on for those and then take actions to protect it with the right action. Very good. Okay. So now that I got you to jump into one rabbit hole, <laughs> five tips. Why don't we start at, uh, I guess, the second one? Yeah, sure. Uh, so is it okay if I present my screen? Of course. Absolutely. I'll... Now we're yeah. going to have to describe it in just yes. in case uh, yeah. people are listening to this on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cool. So yeah, so that's my screen should be visible now. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, so the, the one that I uh, had kind of, this is a little bit of an obvious thing, but uh, identifying missed keyword opportunities is one of the um, suggestions I have for the search query performance report. Now, what this means is that, you know, you guys do your keyword research, right? You figure out which keywords are the most relevant. Uh, you can figure out, you know, what the search volume is and so on. And you set up your ads and, uh, you, you know, you, you're starting to see data. Now, you will be surprised that when you go into the search query performance report and download it, you will be able to find keywords that Amazon thinks you are relevant for, but you aren't advertising those proactively. Mm. So especially if those are in your top 10, you know, they give you a ranking uh, and that ranking does not mean keyword ranking on the page or anything like that. It is just a unique rank and it's called the search query rank, performance rank, which, um, you know, is just uh, ordering your uh, search queries for your brand in a certain way, which basically tells you that the most important ones are at the top. So the lower the number, the more important it is. So what you would do is you can sort that list and find out the most important, uh, uh, you know, search terms, right? And then uh, you can see if you've missed any of those. So how do you do that, right? So now that Amazon is providing a download button, this wasn't available like two months ago. It's just pretty recent. It was announced around Christmas. That's when they start giving out their Santa presents. Um, and so this uh, is now downloadable, which means you can do a lot of fun analysis with it. So uh, let's look at you know downloading it first. So your search query performance download. And then you have, of course, your list of advertised keywords from whatever tool you use, whether you're using our tool or anybody else's tool, you can simply download the keywords uh, view. Uh, and then you can do a VLOOKUP and try to figure out which ones are missing. So that's an easy way. I mean, it's a pretty obvious one. But the thing that I want to say is that, you know, whatever Amazon is giving you uh, your, their blessings for, you want to double down on that, right? Which means that if Amazon thinks you're highly ranked in their eyes, <laughs> and if you're not, you know, bidding on those keywords, there's an opportunity lost there. So, you know, I actually did this for a couple of our brands and I was like, wow. I mean, I didn't think that I would be missing such important keywords, but I was. And uh, I, I found out some cool stuff there and then I uh, created campaigns um, uh, just to be able to take advantage of those. Very good. I, I love what you're talking about, just missed opportunities that Amazon is saying, hey, you're relevant for this. You got to take advantage of it or, you know, you just lose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's all, uh, you know, it's all about knowing where you're getting any amount of traction and then doubling down on that, right? That's the general formula, uh, so to say, when it comes to Amazon, because for the most part, we're all, you know, trying to read the data in some ways. 
Now, if the data is telling us that, hey, this is a good keyword for you, then you've got to take action on it, right? And so this is one of the places that we've been using a lot more now uh, to find out uh, any kind of missed keyword opportunities. So that's my first one. The second one is basically looking out for your share of voice. Now, share of voice is just a fancy way of saying that, you know, you have a certain number of impressions that are going out, right? And then you, your brand gets a certain slice of that pie. So just imagine a, a, like a, a, a circle, a disc, and then a slice of that is going to your brand or your collection or your catalog, right? So if you can find out what your share of voice is for a certain keyword, uh, you can basically then split them out into strong keywords and weak keywords, right? Some of those keywords, you'll have like 0.05% share of voice. Now, is that a strong keyword or a weak keyword? It's a weak one, right? You obviously, no matter what you do, you're probably not going to be able to, um, you know, bring it to the top 10 or whatever. So don't waste your money. Don't, you know, that would be an advertising uh, decision that you can uh, you can make based on looking at what the data is showing you. You're you're very weak. You're extremely far out uh, in terms of visibility. Uh, so it doesn't make sense to push something that's not working. On the other hand, you'll find your strong keywords where you have a decent uh, share of voice already, which is again another way of saying that Amazon has blessed you. So double down on those keywords because they are your stronger ones. Uh, and you can basically be very confident in your advertising uh, with that knowledge, you know, that these are my be better keywords as compared to these other ones, right? Uh, we cannot have the same treatment for every single keyword. So where do you look for this? Uh, so I've just given you a, a screenshot of the three columns that talk about impressions. Uh, the first one is the um, uh, search funnel impressions total count. Then you can see the search funnel impressions brand count, which is basically for your brand, right? The total count is for everybody and the brand count is for your brand. And then they do a percentage of that, right? They just divide the, uh, the brand count by the total count, you get a brand share percentage. So that's your share of voice for a search term. And they give you this information for every single one of those 1000 searches, right? So here you can basically sort this list descending and find out your, uh, you know, those keywords that you're very strong in. So you, you, when you when you do that exercise, you'll probably notice that the things that float up to the top are generally your own branded search terms. So I would generally uh, eliminate those in this, um, you know, in this analysis because I want to find real words, right? right. Not just my branded keywords that I will, uh, you know, somehow rank for anyway. So you want to find those that are uh, non-branded, and then you can easily figure out. Uh, which ones are your strong ones and which ones are the, are the weak ones that you thought you wanted to push, right? So that way you, you, you're you doing the, the right thing, right? You're doing the right thing when it comes to uh, advertising. But you're not saying don't go for your branded keywords, right? You're, you're yeah, just saying yeah. it, just remove them from this report exactly. to check out the relevant ones, but yeah. continue the brand defense. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, when it comes to share of voice for your own branded terms, you've got, you're likely to be close to 100%, right? You're likely to right. get most of those anyway. So that's not like a new revelation or anything like that. Uh, this one is to find out, you know, which non-branded keywords you can promote with confidence because Amazon has given you their blessings. And uh, just, uh, just to reiterate, this data is uh, all-inclusive, which means it includes um, uh, PPC and organic both right so that's kind of uh, pretty cool 
Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's my second point. Okay. The third one is, uh, <clears throat> you know, the third one is identify your top ten competitors for each search term. Now, basically, within the search query performance, there's the general kind of uh, all brand data, but then you have another tab there that says ASIN. Now, when you click on that tab, it will give you a list of, uh, you know, uh, searches there as well. And you will notice recently they've added this. You you can actually click into those uh, search terms. Once you click into them, then you will see ten competitors for every single search term, which is really really cool. Uh, I mean, earlier we had the brand analytics data that gave you the top three converting search uh, or top three converting ASINs for a search term. You could get the conversion share and the click share for those. But that is the search term in general across everything. This one basically will will be at you know ten of these competitors will show up at the individual search query level, um, and and you can basically look up the ASIN as you can see on my screen. There's a screenshot. It gives you the product title of the competitor. It gives you the ASIN, so it's easy. You can just click into it and find out who they are. They also give you the brand, so you can even see if a brand is repeating multiple times, then you know that they are strong here. Uh, so that's another kind of way of like eyeballing this uh, this list and finding out, uh, <clears throat> you know, what who the other people are for this. And um, of course, you can see the price point, which is really interesting. They give you the median price point that each of these competitors uh, is uh, selling their products for. So you can see if you have a chance. Uh, or not, you know. Um, so that's kind of a very cool way of looking at this data and uh, looking for competitors and seeing how, you know, how strong you are uh, as compared to them. Um, another way I could use this data is to uh, do your product targeting, right? Your usual product targeting with, let's say, a sponsored display ad, which shows up very close to the um, buy box area. That's generally a very good placement, right? So if you can use this list to figure out which competitors you do want to go after because they are higher priced than you maybe or have something that is uh, you know, not as favorable as what you're offering, uh, then it makes sense to go after them. So this is another kind of way of discovering competitors. Uh, definitely the usual ways of finding competitors still uh, are valid, like whatever reverse ASIN tools you're using, uh, any ways you're using to find out competitors, that's great. But like I said, these are, this is coming straight from Amazon. So there's no uh, extrapolation. There is no kind of scraping involved. This is actually what Amazon is telling you that uh, who your competitors are, which is really, really cool. You know, with, with this uh, report as well, uh, so seeing your competitors is one thing, but uh, I don't know what you think about this, but seeing the prices, I, I love the idea, but not only if you see all these prices are much higher than your product, that might give you the indication that you're too cheap. And there's a reason, like if you go and take a look at your product, you might be able to bring up the, the, the price of the product. And, you know, com uh, sometimes when you're looking at perception, it is price. So if it's apples to apples on a listing, everything looks good. Uh, the images are good. Titles, everything works out. But the price is different. I know for babies, for pets, 
this is absolute that I'll go for a better, even though it, it, even though it might be from the same manufacturer. So you know it's private labeled here, private label here. I don't know, maybe I'm stupid, but I always buy the higher priced one because I think it's so much better for my pop, right? <clears throat> or for the kids or for, you know. So sometimes you could do that. Or the other thing is maybe you're too high and everybody is 10 or 20% below you and your listing just doesn't live up to that price point. Right. So that's that's a, another way of looking at it. But uh, I really love, like you said, the idea that you get your brands and you get the price point beside it at a glance. It's, it's great. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, this is, uh, you know, something that we've never had before. And it's very exciting. <clears throat> OK, I'm going oh, just one, one sec, yeah. one sec before you get yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, we're towards the bottom of the hour. Uh, so if you have any comments about this, now have you used this uh, search term report before? Let us know. Um, and how have you used it to your advantage? The other thing is uh, we've got a great giveaway today. A matter of fact, we got sort of two things today because Rita's so awesome or Ritu so awesome. And uh, that is going to be uh, a 30-day free trial with PPC Ninja. Is that correct? And I'll let you talk about the other one, which is really awesome. Yeah, yeah. So the second uh, giveaway is uh, basically we have a four-week mastermind. It's, uh, you know, something that we've been running since 2020, I believe. So it's, uh, we've done 27 masterminds already, and it's hugely successful. We get, um, you know, sellers from across the world uh, join in. Uh, there's people from the U.S., Canada, uh, Europe, and then we have another session in the evening, my, my evening, uh, which is um, Pacific time, and that matches up with uh, Saturday morning on the, the, the Asia side, so Asia, Australia, New Zealand, lot, lots of people joining in from there. So we actually run these sessions live uh, twice in that same day, and so you can join whichever session works for you. Uh, and this is, uh, you know, uh, a four-week free PPC mastermind uh, session and uh, you can sign up at ppcinja.com slash ppcmastermind for that. So uh, that's my second. Of course, we have some minimum criteria to enter this, uh, but for uh, Lunch with Norm uh, audience, uh, it's going to be different. So I'll, I'll keep that for the end, but <laughs> I'll <laughs> hand it back to you. Well, that's fantastic. And by the way, I, I heard about this the other day from Andy Aykroyd, who is your biggest fan, I think. Uh, every time you put out a mastermind, he's out blasting, you know, letting me know about it because uh, he loved your mastermind. I guess it was last year when he attended. So this, yeah. check it out. It's free. It's and free. Ritu does a, an incredible job. Um, so anyways, can't say it enough. Free is a good word. You're, you're getting an excellent <laughs> instructor and plus it's hashtag Willa Kelsey and you will get that 30 day free trial with, uh, the PPC Ninja. And we're going to uh, also be giving away a press release today. So that's worth, uh, $200. So there you go. What a bonus. Uh, okay. Kels, can we go to a uh, commercial please? I want to give a quick shout out to an incredible group of sponsors to help keep this podcast running. 
The Lunch with Norm podcast would not be possible without the support of the following sponsors. Post Purchase Pro, Clear Ads, Jeff Schick Law, Rebate.com, Honu Worldwide, Digital Blacksmiths, Netfluence, Extreme Power, and Startup Club. Now back to the show. Okay, and we are back now. Number four. Yes. Um, okay, so my slides. All right. <clears throat> yeah, so number four is what I mentioned in the beginning. Um, so this is about measuring your funnel performance, right? So you have uh, impressions, you have clicks, you have add to carts, and you have purchases. Now, each of these stages of the funnel correspond to, uh, you know, you know, sales, um, uh, you know, sorry, sales, um, uh, what's the right word, um, intent. So the first one at the top, the impressions correspond to awareness, right? At that point, people aren't really uh, aware of your brand or your offering. And so it's more of like, uh, you're, you're, you're basically showing your ad. So people who are interested, who, who, who see that, you know, what you're offering is matching up with what they need, then they might click into your ad and see uh, whether it's uh, it's still, you know, you know, all the details match up to what uh, they're looking for. So that's the second stage uh, where they start to consider you. So the clicks is uh, matching up with the consideration phase where uh, people are generally doing a lot of research, they're clicking back, back and forth between different ads, and then they're trying to you know, figure out whether it's a good purchase or not. And while they're doing that, they will, by the way, add you to cart. And add to cart is one of the most important signals, uh, which is not talked of much, uh, but, you know, it is pretty important for Amazon's algorithm. If the add to cart ratio is uh, is high, it generally gives you quite a bit of boost in the relevancy because it, it shows Amazon that, uh, you know, these shoppers are considering you when they are doing their research. So they will add you to cart, but then at the end, when they're checking out, they'll delete you if they've kind of found something else that's better, right? That's how I shop as well. Like I put a ton of things into my cart and then at the end, I'm like, okay, save for later or delete. I'll do that step at the end, but at least it gives Amazon the signal that this is good. So add to cart is a new measure that's been rolled out in this report, which you can look at. And then you have your purchases and the purchases basically is the sales that went to your brand. So if you look at, uh, you know, the sales funnel, uh, you know, you'll see drop offs happening at different stages uh, of the funnel. So you, you can use this data to, to find that funnel or kind of build it out for the most important keywords. So you, the way I would do this is I would download the report. And I would look for those search terms that have a substantial search volume because I don't want to do this analysis for everything, right? You want to do 80-20, you want to be focused on the, the most impactful searches, right? So you would uh, download the report, sort it by search volume, pick up the ones that have a pretty decent search volume, and then look at what happens in your funnel. You know, how are things dropping off? At what point do they drop off? And is there something you can do to maybe add some keywords in. I've been able to do this for certain brands recently where simply swapping out the, uh, the title with, um, you know, words that I know I'm getting a lot of attention for, but I'm not maybe getting a lot of conversions for, it's probably because I don't have that word prominently 
on my listing, right? So it gives me a little bit of insight into what, what words to pick, how to optimize my listing a little bit, uh, and then you know add those words in or uh, prioritize words uh, that are important. Um, another use case might be that, let's say you have three or four different products, all of them you know, are advertising the same keywords essentially because they are the same thing. They're just variations or slight you know, differences from the main product. Um, in that case also, when you share a lot of keywords across different products, you can also go into the ASIN view and do the same analysis for ASIN and then compare where the drop-off's happening. Maybe one of your products is leading to the sales of another product. So then you can also do an, a halo analysis alongside, which is a topic for another day. <laughs> but you know, uh, we do a halo analysis uh, internally at PPC Ninja for our clients. Uh, on a monthly cadence uh, where we look at uh, what is the percentage of sales actually going from one to another one of our products and which one is the stronger one for each search term you can actually look at that uh, by looking at the funnels that you build out for uh, multiple asins uh, side by side so yeah that's kind of uh, the the funnel performance uh, piece now you can find creative ways to do uh, you know, as much analysis as you want now that we've got the downloadable uh, report here. Uh, so at this point, the downloadable report is uh, what they're calling a simple download, which basically means that a more advanced download is coming. And we don't know what's in there, but there's a lot of speculation as to what that is. Uh, but it goes without saying that uh, Amazon is really invested in this report and they are going to make uh, a lot more uh, improvements uh, to it with, with time. Very good. Yeah, these, <clears throat> the funnels are so um, Im important, you know, from understanding the, uh, what the, what was the term that you used? Uh, the intent, like going over there, you're, you're, it's, it's cold, nobody knows you, uh, to the click, right through to the purchase. It's, it is so important that people understand how to um, create the funnel, not only for PPC, but this is the exact thing that you you need for any type of paid advertising uh, that you're doing. If if people don't know your brand, and it's cold, uh, how do you get them to go to the next stage, to the next stage, into the next stage? It's got to be very well thought out. And Ritu uh, Ritu does that anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So so I'll move on to the next point, um, which is. Um, so my fifth uh, tip here is basically to compare price points for your different search queries. Uh, so a while ago, I shared um, how you can look at different competitors and find out, you know, the, the median price uh, for each competitor. Now, this one is across, you know, all, uh, you know, regardless of a single ASIN, you can actually look up a search term and see what the price bands are, like how different they are from yours. So uh, what I'm showing on the screen is a screenshot of the price median and the brand price median columns. There's two columns side by side. So when you look at them side by side, uh, you can see uh, my first example is saying uh, is showing uh, uh, the the price the median price being fifty dollars, fifty point nine nine dollars, whereas my um, brand price for that keyword or for that search term is one hundred and nineteen. So you can see it's uh, it's a pretty pretty much higher than what you know uh, others are selling this product for whereas some other ones are not that different right there's one at the bottom here that's uh, 
maybe you know 54 versus 96 okay so that's a little bit of a double but then there's some that are very uh they're almost the same right so this one 31.95 uh for the for the price and then the 31.95 for the brand price median so when you look at things in this way comparing uh which keywords or which search terms have uh, others that are offering uh, products at a much lower uh, price point, uh, you can basically figure out you know, the reason for why you might not be winning uh, your, your PPC uh, at an affordable rate because you know, conversion rates will definitely tank when others are offering something at a much cheaper price. Uh, but then there might be some searches that you and your competitors are pretty much uh, in the same ballpark and so it's not that much of a struggle so you can find those gems hidden in this data if you look right uh, you just have to look at it carefully side by side and you know i'm just touching the tip of the iceberg this report has too much stuff like it's got so much <laughs> that you can i can keep going on and on there's uh, so many more ways to use it but uh, i guess the first step i would recommend is to go back today and download it and see what you're seeing and, and try to figure out some things like just try to analyze it the best you can um and um who knows if you guys uh, join our mastermind we can have a quick discussion on this topic there as well so um yeah so that's basically um you know those were my five points um the way i'm seeing creative ways to use the search query performance report so this report uh it's located under brands and you'll be able to see the search uh, search term performance, catalog performance, uh, repeat customer. I think those are all uh, under the same tab. Is that correct? That's correct. So you basically want to look for brand analytics. So you go into your brands and then go into brand analytics and you'll find all those five tabs, including repeat purchase and demographics and all that stuff. So this is uh, in that collection. So curveball. How important is the repeat purchase? I think that is important as a, um, you know, back of the head, uh, you know, because it's not going to change so often, right? Mm -hmm. uh, if, if your brand is inclined uh, towards like a, you know, repeat purchase rate that's higher, that's going to stay pretty much the same. So it's, it's a good number to go and check, but you're not going to check it every day. Certainly not. Yeah. Uh, not even a, a weekly or monthly. It's something that you can look at once a quarter. That's when we look at uh, things like that. Uh, demographics or um, uh, repeat purchase rate, they don't generally change that much. Okay, so these five uh, items that you've uh, pointed out today, today, uh, today uh, where, do you, where do you start? Where do you start mm -hmm. to take action with the data? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, basically um, what you want to do is um, start downloading these reports, right? So yeah. uh, at this point, the way they've, uh, you know, given us uh, data is uh, actually, let me just show you the previous slide. So this data is, uh, you know, available for weekly, monthly and quarterly downloads, right? So uh, it won't be, um, it won't be a trend line. You won't be able to see the trend line just yet because obviously it'll be a snapshot, right? You'll say, give me data for the past week and then give me data for the previous week and the previous week. And then you'll have to figure out a way to stitch these things together unless Amazon comes up with a way to show us week over week, month over month performance. That would be cool. I mean, I would love that from, from Amazon, from this report. If they could just show us the trend, then we know how things stand. 
But you know, even uh, just to start with it, just download your weekly, monthly, and quarterly uh, reports. Actually, you won't be able to download quarterly yet uh, because they only give you data from September 1st onwards. So I think they haven't uh, officially started giving us Q4 of 2022 to download yet. You can see it, but you won't be able to download it. So let's say you download it today. Uh, you know, upload it to Google Sheets. I think I, I just love Google Sheets because it's so flexible. You can have multiple people working on it and so on. But uh, upload it uh, somewhere, like either to Excel or to Google Sheets, uh, upload it there, and then start to uh, draw these, uh, you know, conclusions about, you know, okay, what, what are my top 10 keywords that let's say we start with a few questions, like number one, let me find out my top 10 keywords. Let me find out where I have the best share of voice. Uh, you know, uh, what are the keywords that I'm not ranking or, or I'm not bidding on yet, even though I am uh, being blessed by Amazon? What are those keywords? Uh, where is my funnel dropping off? So these are, you know, a few things that you can do within Google Sheets and you just need some formulas. Yes, you need to be a little bit um, savvy with formulas and things. Uh, but if you know the basic ones, I think it's pretty easy to learn like VLOOKUP and things like that. Uh, so just start building out some analysis and then you can go from there because, you know, you'll know it. You'll, you'll see the data and then you'll know uh, what to do next, which type of data you will need next. All right. Very good. Now, do you have any other slides to show us today? Uh, no, actually, that, that was it. Um, yeah, I wanted to keep it uh, short and sweet so we can have question and answer. Yeah, so we do have a couple of questions and I know that you have a hard cutoff time today as well. <laughs> So, uh, so anyways, let's get into the questions, Kels. Okay. Yeah. So we have uh, four all together. Uh, let's jump into the first one from Tony. Uh, how is the best, what is the best to compete with competitors with much larger PPC budgets? How do you compete with competitors with much larger PPC budgets? Yeah, you look for low hanging fruit. That's what we do all the time. Like there's always going to be someone with a bigger budget uh, than you. There's always going to be someone willing to spend a lot more for visibility. So I guess if you're only looking for visibility, then you might end up spending a lot of your budget on just being on top of search. Um, whereas, you know, if you have a strategy where you look for low hanging fruit, that's our, you know, our general mindset, look for where I can do the best with the least amount of uh, investment, uh, then you should be able to, you know, uh, at least keep yourself stable. Now, this is a very important report to find out where you're already strong. So it kind of gives you a baseline to, to go off of. And so look for all those places where you are strong, right? This is one, your conversion rate uh, data from ads is another place. Then you also want to uh, look for competitors that are that have slightly uh, weaker offer than yours. Uh, maybe their price is higher. Maybe they have, uh, you know, their star rating is a little bit lower. So look for those. That's another low hanging fruit. So there's a few different uh, things you can do to always try to optimize uh, with wherever you have some strength uh, instead of just um, being pretty equal about, you know, going after every keyword or trying to be on page one for a keyword that you have no chance uh, at. So look at all these different uh, tools to figure out where, where you actually stand with them. Very good. Okay. Our next question is from Rad. Uh, we chose an agency to do PPC and we stopped after six months finding our tacos was 96%. Is it true that you do your PPC at different times? Uh, can ChatGBT uh, find more keywords for the products as well. 
Okay, I'm going to answer the last one first because I actually tried it. <laughs> so chat GPT, I actually did that test just to find out if I can get some better keywords. Uh, but the thing is, uh, chat GPT is always going to be older than the latest uh, that we have to offer because this is, uh, you know, trained on data that was uh, at least a, a year old, right? So they started training at 2021 or something like that. So you'll never find the latest. But the, the equivalent of that is what we discussed today, which is the search query performance report. And that has data from Amazon on the top 1,000 keywords. So you can always find more there, right? So that's uh, I think that's something I want to say about the keyword aspect. Um, now, when it comes to uh, managing uh, PTC, you know, at our agency, uh, we actually do, uh, uh, we basically do two, uh, we ask two questions. And if uh, the, the the brand doesn't uh, clear those, we don't really work with them. So I'll explain, I'll explain why and what those are. So first thing we check for is uh, whether they have a decent conversion rate. Now, we all know that the conversion rate is what determines uh, whether people are going to end up buying your product or not. So if you find yourself having an extremely low conversion rate, no matter what you do with your PPC, you're not going to be able to uh, see a great result, right? So that's an important metric. If you can go into your unit session percentage in the back uh, and look for what your conversion rate is, if it is less than 6%, 7%, I would say there's a problem on your listing that you need to fix. It doesn't mean that your listing is bad. It could even mean uh, there's some other people on your listing that are selling something for cheap, like crazy. Or it could be that you have a negative review that's showing up prominently. Those two things, they're also part of your listing because they show up on your product detail page, right? So if your listing is for some reason not converting well, you want to fix that first before you invest heavily into uh, PPC, right? So that's the first criteria we check for when we work with clients. The second one is that we should be able to pay for our services through the profit. I mean, we don't take on clients where, you know, all of the profit that they make is going to paying for our service. That doesn't make sense, right? So we definitely look for an opportunity where, uh, they're making a certain amount of sales each month and that their profit margin can support uh, a, a service like ours because, you know, it's, after all, it's humans working on your account, right? We need to put in time, effort, uh, creative thinking. Of course, we also have a software, right? So we generally use our software in combination with people uh, and that combination generally gives the best outcomes. Uh, and 96% tacos, is that ACOS or tacos? I'm, I'm shocked that it is so high. <laughs> um, but any, in any case, um, yeah, definitely, you you know, if you start working with another agency, there's ways to kind of find out which direction they're heading early on, like before things go out of hand, uh, you know, you might want to just see, you know, just clearly define what your goals are and then check in with them Um you know, uh, whatever, once a month, or uh, if they're giving you weekly reports, like we give weekly reports and monthly check-ins. So if that system is in place and you can spot those uh, much earlier than when things go out of hand, that's very hard to recover at that point. So, but I'm, I'm sorry for your bad experience. I know it's, it happens quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. Now we're getting right down. You got three minutes left. All right. So we'll try to answer maybe one more um, yep. from Claudia. Uh, what is your favorite type of campaign to run for a new product launch? Ooh, that's a very good question. Um, but, you know, the thing is, I don't have just one. Like, I generally have a strategy that allows me to find, uh, you know, 
the gem hidden, um, you know, in, in the mix, because I don't know which ad, uh, ad type is going to take off. Yes, there's generally speaking, the broad matches will go fast because, you know, they will spend, they will go broad, they'll find you. Uh, keyword discovery of keywords happens really fast with those. Uh, or, um, you know, with video ads, sometimes, uh, you know, a, a really attractive video can can be a really high converting, uh, you know, type of ad. So I don't know that unless I actually put those campaigns out. So my strategy is generally, you know, create all uh, campaign types. At least we have like a baseline of different uh, ad types that can give us a combination of enough reach uh, and enough uh, control because with, without, you know, when, when you have reach, you don't really have control over the spend. Uh, so you want to have a, a good blend of uh, category targeting ads as well as product targeting ads uh, and also keyword uh, keywords that are broad as well as exact uh, a combination of those that will get you um, movement. And then my strategy is look for which of these ad types is starting to give you the best results first. And then you double down on that. That's my philosophy across. Like you, you've been hearing me say this over and over again in different uh, ways and different aspects. Whatever is working, you want to double down on that. And there's no absolutes in the Amazon's world. Like by now, we all know this. There's no one formula that works for everybody. Uh, there's no one size fits all. So the data is what you want to rely on. And the best way is to try things out, keep the budgets low, keep the bids low, use an inch up strategy instead of blowing through a lot of cash and then discovering that you have no more left to any more experiments. Uh, so if you want experiments, then you want to go low and then inch, inch your way up. That's uh, that's what I, I would advise for a new launch. Okay, very good. All right. So if you'd like to enter the Wheel of Kelsey, it's hashtag Wheel of Kelsey, tag two people and you get a second entry. Um, I think we should probably get right over to it, Kels. Um, yeah, I think we can even probably say goodbye to V2 if you have to get going if you're tight for time. And then we can continue on with the wheel. Okay. Well, thank you so much, V2. We will see you later. Thank you so much, guys. Yep. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And if you are interested in checking out PPC Ninja, just visit uh, ppcninja.com. Uh, we have the link here. Uh, and you can still... Uh, sign up for the PPC Mastermind from PPC Ninja. Um, that's available for everyone. Uh, Ritu is doing this. And if you like this. what you heard today, like Ritu, uh, Ritu is so awesome. Uh, if you like what you heard, these five tips, give her a like or uh, you know smash those like buttons. Anyways, if you haven't already, I, I thought today uh, was really insightful with what she was talking about. But uh, okay, so uh, Kels sponsor, and then let's go to uh the wheel Alrighty. i want to thank jeff schick legal for sponsoring this episode of lunch with norm you've probably heard on the podcast about amazon suspensions they're very real it can happen at any time and when it does happen how do you get out of it how does the little guy like you and me get out of these suspensions without paying an arm and a leg in legal fees this is where jeff schick legal is here to help for a very low monthly retainer, for only $89, get access to Amazon attorney Jeff Schick. That's right. You can sit back, relax, enjoy that cup of coffee while listening to the Lunch with Norm podcast, knowing that you have an advocate and a partner in your business success. But wait, just mention Lunch with Norm and receive 50% off the first two months. 
get the protection you need and visit jeffschick.com today. That's J-E-F-F-S-C-H-I-C-K.com. Want more great information? Don't forget to subscribe by clicking here. Also, if you want to check out our latest podcasts, click over here. Entrepreneur, entrepreneur, entrepreneur.